Hello, welcome to the Traumatized Pineapple Presents mm -hmm. Lawfully Chaotic. And today's campaign is the search for the lost pineapple. I am the dungeon master today. I am Sam. You can find my blog site at hisamsays.wordpress.com. I am Adam, and you can find me at Adam is talking underscore on Twitter or at my blog, Little Things and Passing Clouds at wordpress.com. Lovely. And uh, I'm Inky Doodle, or Taylor, and I am super excited to announce our special guest today, the uh, the dashing, the perspectable, the effervescent Chris, a.k.a. eccentric Englishman. And his laptop's frozen. Uh. <laughs> oh, he's, wait, oh, almost. And he's back. <laughs> there he is. I'm back. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's fine. We can edit gaps out. It's, it's all it's We all can fine. edit it. It'll all come together. Mm -hmm. So, yes, everyone, welcome to the start of this D&D &D campaign, podcast campaign, mm -hmm. um, the search for the lost pineapple. Mm -hmm. So uh, just for our listeners, uh, real quick, if you are used to D&D, uh, &D, uh, you will notice a few differences. I have tweaked this a bit to make it a bit simpler, a bit quicker, and to make it easier to do on a podcast. I've removed a few oh. things. I've um, changed the way spells work, making it so they're not levels. Instead, you just have like a mana cost, and each spell uses one mana, essentially. And I've also um, changed um, the classes completely. I've made mm -hmm. my own classes. The What have we got? We've got the ex-royal guard, and we have the blacksmith, and we also have the librarian and the traveller. I don't think anyone's playing as a traveller today. We've just got the three players. Um, we'll get to their characters soon. And also, I should mention, uh, yeah, a few a few things have changed. You might notice as you go along. If you're not used to D&D at all, essentially the way it works is people role play as their characters in a fantasy world, mm -hmm. and they have to fight fiends and complete quests and try to finish the game and the adventure. So does anyone else have anything to say before we begin? I think we're good to jump straight in. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm excited. Okay. Start new game. Let's go. There are many legends and fables that echo the lands of Easterdor, myths Ooh. of beasts taller than mountains, lands lost to time, and of course the rumour of the last traumatised pineapple. This world is full of what one may consider fantastical beasts, but alas, they are nothing unusual to the humans that live here. This land may seem perfectly hospitable and a joyous place to live, but be warned, for in the unowned lands between civilization sit many dangerous creatures that would happily rip you to shreds just for fun, or cast beyond unsavory spells upon you. But in this land of magic, terror, and wonder, there sits a town with the most strength of all. This town considers itself the center of Easterdor, but not if you ask the Dwarves of the North Mountains or the Elves of the Dark Forest. However, it is in this town of Mangaroot that our story starts. Mangaroot is named after the two founding mothers, Alfpath Manga and Sylvina Root. And to this day, the very scroll that they signed sits at the heart of the town, safely placed at the very top of the tallest part of the Mangaroot Castle. In this realm, it is not unusual for humans to be of many shapes and sizes. 12 feet tall, red eyes that can see in the dark, or naturally rainbow-colored hair. As well as farming, blacksmithing, and doing all the usual jobs one would expect to see in a town, the folks of Mangaroot also dabble in magic and sorcery. Obviously, they are not as good as the elves, but they managed to perform well, even under pressure. But enough about the humans of Mangaroot. What about the giants of the West Isles? Or the pyramids that lie below the Dark Forest? Anyway, it's about time we set the scene. It is the middle of the third spring of the Forlath, and business as usual across all the lands. Peace reigns between all species and areas of Easterdor, and all is well. The current dual leaders of Mangaroot sit in their tower, watching over the land with smiles upon their faces. 
Meanwhile, the dwarves continue to run their age-old furnace and forges, creating the tools and weapons for the rest of the lands. Also, the elves are preparing for the worldwide ceremony of Sprung, a festival to celebrate the arrival of the third summer of the Four Earth. And what about the giants? Of course, they continue to stand around on their islands, not doing much. Our story is beginning in the inner town center of Mangaroot, and our heroes are going about their daily business. Would our heroes like to introduce themselves, their names and their characters, mention their classes, and possibly their backstory? Okay, well, I am playing Napo Lionheart, who is a blacksmith, and my class is the blacksmith. Makes a lot of I, sense. Yeah, I yeah, know, right? I run a little smithy in town, um, you know, fixing up armor and weapons. Mm. Uh, quite, yeah, quite a fairly short guy, uh, black hair, uh, little beard. Yeah. Nice, <laughs> nice. Adam, what about you? Um, I am Marielle Vine. I am a historian. I am a researcher. I do not like to talk about my past, but I am glad to meet everyone, I'm sure. Very nice. And Taylor, who are you playing today? Taylor, I think you mean uh, Reginald Flack. <laughs> um, yes, uh, ex-guard to the royal family. Well, I, I say ex because um, I left on my own volition. Um, I, I was I was royal guard for a very long time. Uh, I was in the training program for most of my teenage years. Um, but as I grew with the the, the royals, um, the royals grew themselves. They grew more cynical and greedy as the years go, went by and as they grew older. Oh, and I just... Okay. I, 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 yeah, I just couldn't stand for it really. Um, uh, so I left. But it, it's it's a very weird situation with ex ex guards well, with guards because they're a sort of eunuch thing. Well, except they don't chop off extremities. Um, but it, it's sort of like a it's its own like race, but not a race. I don't know how to explain it. Basically, we're just under them, and we 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 exist to serve the royal family. So when when you step outside of that, you you have nothing. So mm -hmm. I'm I'm currently just roaming the streets. I see. So, whilst you are all busy doing your day-to-day -day things, minding your own business, you are suddenly interrupted by a postal boy delivering you a letter with a royal seal. The letter reads, Dear reader, you have been summoned to the tallest tower at the royal castle by the leaders themselves. Your presence is not mandatory, but refusal will be met with much disappointment. Meet the royal guards in front of the tower tomorrow morn at first light. Dear deepest regards, the royal servants of the castle. Hmm. So oh, you have been again. you have been requested to uh, take a seat at the top of the tallest tower of um, the Manga Root Castle tomorrow morn. So wow. as you uh, ponder what could possibly be the probably uh, the strangest thing to have ever happened to any of you, most likely you uh, go to sleep and uh, asleep on your thoughts. Then comes the morn. You wake up. And you obviously set out to the tower, not wanting to disappoint the people of the town in which you live in. As you enter the tower, the guards escort you up a long flight of stairs. It kind of feels like it never is going to end, but luckily it does. You reach the top of the tower, a room that not many people such as yourselves will ever see. And as you enter the room, large wooden doors swing open and you see the famous meeting room. Inside sits Sir Charlington II and Lady Marybeth the two current leaders of Mangaroot. The room is fairly well furnished with the finest embroidered fabric, as well as a few sparse paintings hung on the walls. In the center of the room, there is a large round table. And in the center of the table, encased in a glass box, is the famous scroll, still with the ink as fresh as if it were written this very day. The scroll of the union between the two founding mothers of Mangaroot. So as you enter the room, the guards that escorted you there leave, shut the doors behind you. 
The room is circular and, as I mentioned, has been furnished and in the centre is a large table. You sit down at the table and the leaders begin to tell you about the issue. We have selected you three people to aid your town and realm in solving an ancient mystery of grave importance. Five days ago, we received word from a village on the west coast, Dockmore, that they have noticed a disturbance in the migration patterns of the giants. Through their telescopes, the coastal village have worryingly spotted that every giant has left the center island and moved towards the east, meaning towards us. I'm sure I don't have to tell you firstly how unusual this is, but more importantly, how terrible it would be if the giants were to migrate to our lands. For you know, they trample everything in their path without a second thought. And so I shall be sending you travelers to the coastal village to gather more information Furthermore, if you require more knowledge of the giants, a wise half-elf is located just outside the south gate. She may be able to help you in your quest. On an unrelated note, what do any of you know about the legends of the traumatized pineapples? Okay, so what I need you guys to do now is mm -hmm. to, uh, in our Discord chat, roll a d20 out of um, for blah, 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 history. So on your skills, look at your history and mm -hmm. whatever the plus number says, you add that to your roll. So if you will roll a d20, okay. that's it. So uh, Reginald, oh. Reginald Fleck got... Uh, nothing, I haven't, nothing I yet. not do no. the syntax properly, there you go. There you go, Reginald <laughs> Fleck got 11, your history mm -hmm. is plus one, so that is 12. And um, Mary Alvine got 18 and your history is plus three, so that's... 21, wow. okay. And uh, we are just now waiting for Napo Lionheart's. Napo Lionheart's got 17, his history is plus, uh, minus one, so 16. Okay, so uh, Mario, you know a fair amount about the, the TPs, um, and it's... Reggie Fleck, uh, you know a few things. Just uh, stuff I've ever heard from the royal family. Yes, and, yeah, and, and goings on in the palace, yeah. Napo Lionheart knows maybe the, a, a few rumors as well, not, not much, just a few rumors. Yeah. As well, you know a few things. You know, you know at least a few things about the uh, the TPs. For example, you know that the traumatized pineapples are essentially artifacts that are spread out throughout the land of Easterdor. Uh, they are very ancient. No one really knows if there are any of them left in existence. People shoot. There are rumors that there is at least a couple left hidden around the world. Um, but over time, even though they started with ten a long time ago, over time they were either lost or destroyed or tampered with. And such, there appears to be none left as far as. Uh, logic is concerned but rumors say that actually in fact there might be at least a couple we know that the tp's power creates some sort of magical balance over the world and without them the world would fall into chaos essentially is as the legend goes but it's that's all it is at the moment really a legend anyway the uh, the two leaders continue well hopefully it would not come that far may the gods be in your favor and may the future of Mangaroot prevail Mangaroot. you are escorted back out of the tower and into the town. You have about the rest of the day to prepare before you set off. Um, is there anywhere you'd like to visit in particular? If you name a place uh, that might be in the town, I'll tell you if if it's there or not. Is there a library? Um, there is, in fact, I a library. Yes. Like would you, would you free like to visit the library? I might like to see if I can find anything else about these pineapples before we're being sent off into. Okay. So the three of you. The three of you head to the library. Uh, there are a few libraries in Mangaru, as it is a huge town, more like a city, I guess you could say. And um, you head to the one that's known to have the best amount of knowledge, not just on the TPs, but overall, it has the most ancient books and it has the vast disarray of encyclopedias, magic and non-magic. It's, it's the best library you know of. So you head there. 
And once you enter the library, uh, there are many books, so many books that it would take you forever to find the book you are looking for. So therefore, I will say to you that you can pick a topic and you can learn three facts about said topic. However, mm. one of the facts will be false. <laughs> okay. As unfortunately, in the library is so vast and the rumors are so vast, the, the true facts do get a bit a bit melded and muddled up with things that people make up. So uh, you won't know which one is false, but you can learn three facts of whatever topic you would like. So, um... In fact, we, are, we have the only reputable uh, historian in whole, the whole of Mangaroot in our party. <laughs> yes. Everyone else are kind of... Exactly. Yeah. Well, there you go. Oh, so I, sh- I assume you want to learn about the TPs? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Learning about the magical power they possess might help us in some way. Okay. So you find a few collections of books on the TPs and although some of them repeat the same stuff over and over again just slightly differently um, the three facts you can gather the three main facts you've realized from this few books that you've spent time collecting is firstly they share their power and regardless of distance they are linked by strong magic secondly the last TP sits in the tallest of the three ancient pyramids to the south and thirdly the TPs can be used as an unlimited source of magic power so you can have unlimited spell slots and cast unlimited spells without mm-hmm. needing to rest to recharge your spell slots or mana. So they are the three facts you think, figure out about the uh, the TPs from the ancient library. You you do you do suspect at least one of them to be false. After all, rumors and and things exactly, around yeah. this realm have been going on for centuries. So who knows what's true and not anymore? That's all you can really learn from the library. And even, as I say, this is the best library so nothing else can really be gained from manga it's about the tps i'm afraid okay so still got um, some interesting stuff you have mm. a tiny bit more time left if you'd like to uh to, to head somewhere going, else i was gonna suggest we head back to the royal barracks because i have somewhat of a reputation there uh, i feel like we could get some more information about the quest we've been sent on plus also some we could um fish for some extra equipment perhaps to help us in our ah, if you if it's equipment you're looking for, the best place to head would be the blacksmith. Well, here's the thing: we'll have to spend money there. But because I I used to be a royal guard and and they like me there so much. Not if it's Napo's blacksmith. You could actually get some for free. Oh yeah, you could <laughs> you could head there. Um, you, you okay? You all, all three of you head towards the uh, the barracks where all the guards live. It's situated sort of just behind the main castle of Mangorut, and. As you as you approach the place, you see some guards milling around. Some of them in uniform, some of them clearly on a sort of break. And uh, Reginald, you um, recognise a few of them, mm-hmm. most of them to be honest, and they do recognise you as you approach. And um, you approach the one that you know to be sort of one of the leaders, or was yeah. one of the one of the top people at your time. Obviously, the, some of the top leaders aren't aren't milling around here. They're busy doing stuff throughout Mangaru and the rest of the realm. But you right, approach. Yeah. One of them that you notice first of all to be a high rank, and what what, what is it you ask him? Hey Phil, it's uh, it's good to see you again. It's been a it's been a very long time. Phil. It's, uh... <laughs> yeah, he yes, he's, he greets you. That is his name. His name is Phil. Um, you don't really know their last name because most guards don't yeah. reveal that, to be honest, unless they uh, have retired. Because obviously, being a guard, it is a very dangerous business. You don't want to make yeah. enemies, and if you make enemies and they figure out who you are and what house you of. Yeah, there are chances they will track you back fun. to your friends and things. So yeah, so yeah, he greets you very kindly and um, welcomes you. He's like, "Oh yes, uh, Reginald, I see you have returned to the barracks." Yeah, some um, fresh faces around here. It's interesting to see that the recruitment's still going on after all these uh, years. Since you left, we have been recruiting uh, a fair number. There, there seems to be 
something going on. I don't know what. Obviously, the uh, the leaders and their handmaidens and their top guards are all very secretive, as you know. But um, yes, we've been told to recruit a number of new guards. Not quite sure why, but, but there you go. So you you have no clue of any any goings on recently. Any concerns that the royal royals may have about? Oh, my dear friend, he gives you a little laugh. There are so many rumours these days, you know how it is. It's it's grown worse and worse since you've left, I the rumours. Yeah, right. And for now, all we do is go where we're told and swing our swords at who we're told to swing them at. You know how it goes. Oh, yeah, that's very true. Well, he I'll tell you what. Oh, sorry, he, Karen, actually. He, he picks up a big glass of mead next to him and sloshes it around and then downs it all oh, in one Phil, go. You've, you've never changed. Anyway, uh, well, I only ask because... Um, me, me and my cohorts behind me have been summoned by the royal family, and me, me, uh, me specifically, that kind of surprised me that they had asked me back. But um, <coughs> I won't go, I won't go into the, <laughs> I won't um, go too much into the details. Uh, but we were wondering if we could have some stuff to help us on our journey. Some his, weapons. His eyes grow, his weapons. eyes grow wide, and he chokes on his drink, and suddenly becomes very serious. He goes summoned by the, by the leaders. Well, well, my dear friend, I I'm, don't have a single clue what they've got in store for you, but uh, I wish you the very best. I, I assume you, you still have your uh, the guard spear that you uh, departed with. That's that's still yours to your name, yeah. yes? Yeah, keep that. No one's supposed to know about that except for us, so I, I'd keep your voice down. About yeah, he, that, he's, yeah, he's whispering <laughs> to you right. only. Okay, good. Um, he says, well, I wish you and... And he kind of looks behind you and at the people that standing a few steps behind you. I wish you and your... Uh, your friends there, the, the best of luck, and Thanks. and do do be aware that if you ever are in need of help, and if you ever find royal guards within range, we will come to your aid, as you are Brilliant. a good a good friend. Once Thanks, a Phil. royal guard, always a royal guard. He gives yeah. you a salute and shakes <laughs> your hand, and then clearly he can you can tell the conversation is over as he heads yeah. back into the tent, and that's connected to the, so to the wife behind him. He gives you a little wave and a smile and bids you farewell. Okay, so well, that, um, was, that was pointless, guys. I'm sorry. I, I tried. <laughs> it's it's almost time for you uh, for you to leave. That you can. Okay. The, there are a few other places you can head if you like. You can head to the stables, the blacksmith, the wizard school, or the tavern. Uh, if okay. I were to recommend somewhere to go, someone who might know something about TPs, maybe, or might be able to give you some help, would probably be the wizard school. You know that there are yeah. quite a lot of, obviously, funnily enough, quite a lot of magic users at the wizard school. <laughs> obviously, to be expected. And, you know, the TPs are magic. If they do have something to do with this, that might be the best place. And to be honest, the, um, the Wizards School, they might know something about the Giants and their migration patterns, which your quest is. Your quest yeah. is. So um, that might be the best place to head. They do monitor, they do monitor stuff like that quite they a lot, do. don't they? And it's, yeah, and it's on the way to the gates to exit the exit Mangaroot anyway. Yeah, I like the sound of the Wizards School. Yeah, yeah, you're all happy with that? I believe I might even have some some uh, acquaintances there that might yeah. be able to help us. Ah, okay. So you head to the wizard school. It's uh, quite fu quite a bit of a walk, so by the time you're getting there, it's almost time to leave, so you don't have too long before to stick around in Mangaroot for. Um, once you reach the wizard school, it's a familiar sight to uh, a couple of you. Uh, obviously, at a young age, most humans are permitted access to the wizard school for a few years to at least learn the basics of magic and mm. magical spell casting. So you recognise it. It's changed a bit since some of you have been there. Some of obviously Marielle recognises it quite well. Being I, that she is a historian. I, she yeah, I, I never attended myself, but I've certainly 
come across. But yeah, you yeah you you've seen it as a place. You recognise it because you've been you've probably been there a few times to do reading and yeah. uh, as it does as like the libraries, it does contain a lot of knowledge there. More obviously about certain topics, magical topics than others. So as you enter the uh, wizarding school through the main gates, it's it's sort of slightly segregated from the rest of the area by some large walls. Although it's part of Mangaroot, it's got some protection just in case people inside cast a cast a spell that's a bit dangerous. So it's got mm. quite a few magical protections over it. It has there has been told that a lot of loud noises and explosions come from the wizarding school as people practice mm. spells. And uh, particularly, the person that greets you is particularly known for uh, experimenting with. Um, a bunch of spells and you you might i don't know if you might recognize that recognize him do you guys want to do a um quick uh let's do a quick history check no insight do an insight check so yeah, roll a d20 and add your insight bonus and we will see if uh, who recognizes 11 plus insight yep yeah, so uh mary i got 14 I got an. I rolled a nine. I'm not sure. What oh yes, is. yeah. Uh, your insight is plus zero, so nine. So you don't okay, cool. recognize this guy. Yeah. At all, much. really. To be honest, you 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 were in the. I don't uh, really recognize royal guards. To be honest. Yeah. <laughs> to be honest, yeah, to be honest the royal guards it's a miserable don't really. Existence, but... Yeah, the royal guards only briefly attend the school just to learn mm. a, a few basics, really. So it yeah. sounds like it sounds like the school probably defends itself quite sufficiently. <laughs> Yeah. Yes. Yeah. The royal guards don't don't overlap too much. And uh, Napo, you do yes. recognise this man as oh, well. Uh, you as quite a lot of your gear you send to him to get enchanted. Although, mm. although he is his magic is very risky, and he does do a lot of experimentation. Um, Napo, you are paired. You, he is one of your friends, and um, you do know him quite well. His his name, uh, or rather his nickname that people go by uh, quite a lot, is Oinsplof Ding, which translates to <laughs> translates to exploding thing. That's what most people call him. They, call, they use the nickname so much that not many people actually know his real name anymore. Um, he does many dangerous experiments and tries to come up with his own spells. So yeah, um, so Oinsplof Ding greets you at the gates and he says, "Ah, oh, hello, welcome to the Magic Magic School. Uh, are you here for?" He, he seems a bit unsure because he doesn't normally get many visitors that aren't here for training. So he assumes you're here for some sort of training. Are you here for training or? Are you here to look around, or what, 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 who, 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 sorry, who are you? Hey, Omplof, do you recognise me? Oh, he squints a little bit and uh, straightens his tiny little spectacles on his nose, and then he turns to a smile. He's like, oh, yes, my friend. How are you? How are you, Napo? And I, I feel like I recognise this lady, and he, and he gestures to Marielle. You... Well, you you may know my you may have known my teacher. He certainly he never taught here, but he has many connections oh. within the magic school. Most likely, I, many many teachers come train here and then go to teach elsewhere, and they are all very good friends of mine. And a good friend of a teacher is a good friend of mine. And you he smiles to you. Me too. I used to do my rounds back here. I used to do my patrols. He nod he nods to you and he recognizes some of the uh, bits of old guard's uniform that you have kept and he recognizes um the guard emblem and he's he nods and he's like, Oh yes, and he kind of gives you a little almost like a bow of respect. It's like a, a royal Sorry. guard. He says, Once a royal guard, always a royal guard. Sort That's of more say. as a joke than as as actually a <laughs> you'd say, because obviously he's not a royal guard. <laughs> so he gestures you in and he's and he says, um, Come this way, this way. I will show you uh, to my latest creation. And he starts leading you into the wizarding school. 
part, not into the, the main building, but to one of the side buildings, which is very burnt, very scolded with clearly lots of old magical spells have been cast on this place. And um, he leads you through the door. It almost falls off its hinges as he does so. He says, this is my experimentation hut. And he smiles and he turns and looks at you and he realizes none of you look very impressed, nor interested. He also realizes you look like you're in a bit of a hurry. He says, ah, oh, not, not to worry. This, this can wait for another day. If you follow me, I'll lead you into the main room. All the students are going to sleep now anyway or returning to their homes. So the main room can be all ours and you can tell me exactly what it is you are looking for. Absolutely. So once you enter the main room, it's quite, it's got quite a large hall and surrounding the entire outside are many, many bookshelves, all very old. And they stretch right up to the ceiling, miles above your head don't have a clue how anyone could reach them because there's no ladders but it just does somehow and um yeah the rooms at the moment is fairly empty there's a few stools spread out where people have been reading books and practicing spells and things it's quite a surprising how the whole place hasn't burnt down but there you go so he leads you in and he asks you what it is you're looking for so tell me oink plof ding what do you know about specific artifacts um the traumatized pineapples odd oh, name for an artifact he but... says the traumatized pineapples, well, yeah. shrouded in mystery, powerful magics, and uh, yes, yes, the, the, I know, I know of them, and I probably know the rumors you know. However, I, okay. I do not know much more than that. He says, but if it is, if it is the uh, traumatized pineapples you are hunting for, may I advise you seek the uh, half half elf witch lady to the uh, south of manga root she she knows many things about the traumatized pineapples not that she would ever tell me and he gives a little chuckle he says for all the, all the dangerous spells i perform she does the exact same with magic potions and yet for some reason no one blames her for any of the explosions <laughs> oh we he do seems, he seems yeah. slightly annoyed but he, he he gets his smile back and he says are you are you on some sort of quest he looks at your packs and realizes you are quite packed for something hmm. he notice it first yeah, we've um, we've been summoned rather peculiarly by the royal family to go and Ooh. to go and monitor some. Um, I almost said flight paths, well, uh, migration, <laughs> migration paths of some, yes, migration of some giants, and yeah. we, we think it has something to do with the disturbance of the force, so to speak, uh, in in terms of the traumatized pineapples. Oh. It's he, he looks a bit confused, and then he does. He says, "Speaking of which, I have felt." some disturbances in the magical energies recently. They come and go like spikes. I know not of their origin, nor anything more than what I have just said, but maybe that will help you on your quest. Also, he brightens up a little bit like he's just had an idea. I have something for you. He scurries off, wow. his, his, little, his little cape flapping behind him, and um, he goes into a little room that's uh, like a door that's actually part of the bookshelf. He goes in there, you hear him rummaging around some stuff, and he comes out. And he hands you a little bottle, a round sort of conical flask with a little stopper on the top. And the liquid inside it is quite blue, slightly glows a bit, and ha looks like it has glitter in it. This okay. is a magical potion of my own creation. Don't worry, it's perfectly safe. I tested it many times. The first iterations did cause some side effects, but this one is perfect. And he hands it to you and he says, this will restore a chunk of mana to the user. So if you ever feel like you have cast one too many spells, drink this vial. It actually has about two doses in it, and it will re cause you to regain some of your magical energies. Lovely. Thank you so much. He also says, before you go, I would like to give you one more thing. Okay. If there is any spell you can think of that you would like a one-time use scroll, so in this world a scroll lets you cast a spell just once, but you don't have to have it on your spell list, okay. essentially. It says, I, I can give you a scroll of 
any spell you like. Just just one. We don't have unlimited resources here, but it might help you in your adventure. Are there any spells you might like a one-time use scroll mm. for? No. I wonder if it wouldn't be beneficial to have something that might let us get away if we need to. I like that very much. Yeah, I like that. I was going to ask um, in character the the wizard. I was going to ask him about his more um, experimental spells, ones that might not go wrong in in a, in a moment, but it, well, one that's so like explosive uh-huh. and dangerous. That, he, and it, he, it's not quite worked out perfectly yet. He looks curiously at you. Yes, he says, um, Unfortunately, I have not. F- if the spells are not finalized, they cannot be transcribed onto a spell, okay. for doing so with an incorrect spell could have catastrophic consequences. That's so, fair. Um, that's fair enough. Okay. So you talk about <laughs> that spell. And that's by your standards. Catastrophic. Yes. <laughs> um, so there is teleport. There is it, it... there is a spell I know of, he says, uh, a teleport spell. Yes. This spell will essentially transport you and up to about eight willing creatures of your choice to a single sort of a single destination that you can sort of select in your mind. Okay. You could also teleport an object if you wish, a small a small object. Obviously, I would recommend using it on uh, yourselves if you get yeah. into a difficulty. However. It should be noted that you, uh, if you know the area very well, if you are very familiar with the area you are teleporting to, it is more likely to work. However, if you do not know of the place or only have a description of the place, or if you picture a false destination in your mind that does not exist, it is very uh, there's a very high chance the spell will not work and will just in take fact that teleported backfire. into space. <laughs> yes, so I recommend uh, if you do take the teleport scroll to yeah. use it cautiously and try to use it to teleport to a place you know of well rather than a place you do not know of at all. Yeah. Is it the teleport spell, scroll you would like? See, I, th- I think I think we're deciding on it. I, I, I do agree with I, I don't know the names of the characters. That's really, that's really bad. <laughs> Marielle. Yeah, Marielle I think is the name Marielle, sorry. Yeah, thank you. Thank you very much. I'm, my memory's not too great. Um, I think having having a, having a something that we can just GTFO at a moment's notice if things are getting a bit too spicy. Hmm. Mm. Do you agree, uh, Napo? I think that's a very good idea, yes. Okay, he says, and he rummages through back in the room he just came out of again, brings out a piece of parchment that's rolled up, he closes his eyes and murmurs a few words under his breath, and uh, you feel a slight pulse of energy in the air as the scroll sort of uh, seems to steam slightly. He then, he then unrolls it just slightly and almost peeks at it, just to double check it is the correct spell. And then he smiles, does the scroll up, and wraps up with a little piece of ribbon in his pocket and hands it over to you. One teleport spell. So he hands I look it to. At it um, amused, I look at it amused and ask whether he can he can just do that to anything, or he can just that. he can just do that at will. <laughs> he says, "My my my magics are obviously like many people's. Uh, they do have their limits, but uh, imbuing a scroll with a spell is." Is something that you learn when you become a wizard like me at a high level, but it is it does come fairly easy. Very so impressive. he he's going to hand it to uh, Reginald because you're the person sort of standing at the front. So you can add into your um, equipment. Already done. Just that. type in the teleport scroll. So it is way ahead of you. Oh, uh, I put one use as well, just to. Yep. Just yeah. Re- and um, who who took the potion as well? The uh, mana regen. I think that would probably be best well. for. Yeah, yeah. I, I've, I've already popped it in my equipment yeah. thing. Mm. So. so you don't know exactly what it does, only that it um, restores some kind of uh, some kind of amount of mana. So anyway, he um, he gives that all the stuff to you, and he's he wishes you all uh, a safe journey 
and good luck in your quest of whatever your quest may be, giants, teepees, and um, he, he shows you the, the way out, and as, as you leave, he gives you a smile. Good luck on your adventures, travellers, and uh, may Mangaroot prevail. Thank you. Don't and blow the place up while we're gone. He gives you a little nod and we'll closes do. the doors. I'm not too fast. We'll so, <laughs> <laughs> so as you um, you head towards the... Which gate are you going to go to? The east gate, which leads to pretty much directly to the the dock town of uh, the... Or the south gate, which leads to, allegedly, some old half-elf lady. Ah, well, I, I think south is a good direction to go, because that's mm-hmm. towards the yeah. pyramids. Okay. Yeah. Except um, we we, we got to remember that there there was two facts and one lie. Yes, I'm not entirely that, the fact that, it's... that we should be going searching for pineapples no. quite yet. We've I'd been told try... to go to the docks, haven't we? Really, the we? dock town. I thought we dock were told town. to talk to the witch. Uh, the they said she witch might lady to the south. They said she might have some knowledge, but the people at the docks know um, the sort of know what well, you expect. They know the most okay. of the giants. Well, that's um, fine then, because we can always. If we're going to the pyramids anyway, we'll always encounter the witch. Yeah, you can point. always swing past our hut. Yeah, but what I it. what I was saying is, remember that there's two facts and uh, two facts and one lie. Hmm. The fact that it's the the fact that the last um, pineapple is in the tallest ancient pyramid in the south could also be a lie. It could yeah. be whether it's whether it's in the tallest or pyramid that's the lie, or whether it's in the south that's the lie. But we, ah, we don't know. So we we got to we got to yeah. keep that in mind. So do you so re- I agree. Wish I to head out the. Go to the west. I think we get to the west. Yes. Um, so as you head out the west gate, just about as you leave, um, there is obviously many guards on each door of uh, of Mangaroot, and there is mm. one guard there that that recognizes um, he recognizes <laughs> Reginald, and he gives you a nod, and he says, and it, it seems by now word of your adventure has gotten around to most of the guards. He gives you a nod, and he yeah. says, "Good luck, my friend," and he hands hands Reginald a bag of ten gold pieces for good luck. Oh, thank you. He gives you a nod and he says, I expect you'll need this more than I. Yeah, and I put my hand gestures, on his shoulder and I thank him deeply. He gestures to the guards that um, on top of the wall, they open the large wooden gate that um, protects Mangaroot. And as you leave, he, he nods to you and he says, um, once a royal guard, always a royal guard, and gives you a salute. And then all the other royal guards on this gate do, do exactly the same. I salute them back. So yes, with a tear in my eye, and I, and I venture forth. <laughs> okay, you know, you, so you now know, I'd find the the once a royal guard, always a royal guard thing much m- much nicer if they weren't if they weren't an, an oppressed underclass. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. For some reason, the majority of the royal guards, even though they know they're the sort of uh, they're oppressed, they have to give up most of their material possessions and live in like a tiny little mm. uh, Barracks, box, yeah. box room. Miserable. They they still have a lot of respect. For um, maybe not so much for the leaders, but for the actual but idea Charlie, of Mangaroot yeah, themselves. It's a brotherhood they, um, in the, the royal yes. guard. We know we know we're marginalised, so we kind of stick yeah. together. Yeah. After all, they don't they don't swear to protect the leaders. They swear to protect uh, Mangaroot and the realm mm-hmm. of Easterdor. So uh, some, sometimes, if any of them aren't are feeling repressed, they just remember they're not doing it for one single person. They're doing it for yeah. all of the live all of the living and the, uh, the beauty of the world. Yeah, I, I just say so, yeah. I appreciate the realism you've got in the world where I've been playing for 45 minutes and I'm already starting to go full radical socialist. <laughs> <laughs> so, You're doing a good job. So yeah, so we um, so you all set off uh, along a fairly common uh, dirt track uh, heading west towards Dockmore and um, as the sun sets, uh, although it won't, it's still fairly early. It's uh, just because it's 
spring at the moment um coming into summer it's the sun doesn't set too late but it's it's getting on late but you still want to get a little bit more distance covered before you set up camp so yeah you're heading along and uh, that is the end of your first day was well, i guess sort of first day of adventuring <laughs> <laughs>